Hey guys, so it is currently 2.59 p.m. and it is April 22nd and it's Friday and yeah, I guess I'll start I'll start first off with a crochet update. So last week I basically talked about how crocheting is fucking difficult and Google says it's easy but it's not. Alright, it took me hours and hours and I literally got nothing done besides a knot. That's basically what I talked about last week. But I am here this week to tell you that I finished a hat um and crocheting was not that difficult like honestly it was difficult for like two days and then I I got it down um I say that but I also like kind of forgot how to do it because I haven't like touched the hat for like a couple days um I wanted to make a frog hat kind of thing where there's like eyes on the hat and like a smile and it's like a green hat and I just have the green hat but I didn't have like I needed a black colored yarn for the eyes and I didn't have a black colored yarn so I had to wait a couple days and then I got the yarn for the eyes and then I was just like too tired so I haven't like done anything for the hat besides like the hat like I haven't added the eyes or smile or anything but yeah crocheting is actually not that difficult um and then another thing this is I don't know why I like when I got my, when I, okay, let me, let me explain what happened first before I like start talking about it because then it's going to be confusing. So I got a one out of 20, um, on a quiz, a one. And it, listen, I, when I first got this score back, I was embarrassed, but like three seconds later, I was like, oh, this is the first thing I'm going to say on the podcast. I don't know why, but that's like exactly what I thought because I've never got a one out of 20 on a test and the worst part is it was all multiple choice and true or false um so basically we had a german listening test or it was like a practice for it but it's still worth um it's still worth points like it's still graded on correctness so it's really not even a german practice test i for like it's honestly just like a german listening test i guess i mean i guess it's practice but um i got it back and i just saw like so many marked off and i was like how did I get this many wrong? Like, especially because maybe like a third of the questions were literally true or false. And then the rest, it was literally just A, B, or C. Like, how can you screw it up that bad? If it's just like A, B, or C, how do you get a one out of 20? Like, bruh. Um, And I was like, that is absolutely, I've never got like a 5% on something. Like, let, let me say this. I'll say this, that like when I was in middle school and when I was in, like, elementary school, I would be, like, oh, like, I got a C, or, like, I got a D, um, like, I'm so sad about it, like, oh my god, I just want an A on something, um, and, like, sometimes I would get, like, Fs or Ds, but it was, like, pretty occasional. I went into my first year of high school, freshman year, I was, like, um, you know, I'm getting a couple more Fs and Ds, a little bit more than usual. I got to my sophomore year, it was distance learning and I was still getting a lot of F's and D's. Um, and then this year popped in, I for real, like half of my test grades at this point are like F's or D's. I'm not even kidding. Um, which, okay, honestly, I'll say this. It sounds like I would be failing on my classes, but in reality, I have like a 3.3 GPA, like, which isn't terrible. Listen, it's eh, a 3.3 GPA. To some people, they might perceive it as good. Some people, they might perceive it as bad. For me, I perceive it as, like, okay. Just because, like, I think a lot of it is the the classes I chose to take. Like, honestly, if I 
was like, all right, I'm just not going to do AP bio or I'm not going to do anatomy and physiology, then I know my GPA would be higher. But like for the classes I'm taking, like I would want my GPA to be like slightly higher, like maybe like a 3.5 or something, but like a 3.3 could be like a lot worse, but it could also be a lot better, you know? Um, but yeah, I, yeah. And like the saddest part y'all is like, I actually try usually, um, I didn't really try on this German test. Like a lot of people, I feel like when they don't try, they get like a 50%. But when I try, I literally get a 50%. It's like, ugh, I'm just, I'm not a quick learner. Um, that's basically what I have to say. And yeah, also I want to talk about AP tests because like if we're speaking of classes, um, I might as well segue into some like AP test talking. So AP tests for me are in like maybe two or three weeks it's like my AP tests are on like May 10th and May 11th I think I just know it's the second week of May um that's that whole like the whole beginning of May is going to be very very stressful because the I think like the second the second day of May I have to do like a big German presentation and this presentation is worth like um with well, well the whole project it's like there's like two parts of the project and only half of it is like presenting but like it's I, I think it's around like 250 points so that's like very very stressful um obviously because that's German I've, as you all know I got a one out of 20 on the last quiz like I honestly I fail a lot of German tests um I will say I don't really try in German that much like I usually try for subjects I just I don't know why language classes are so hard for me to actually want to try in because they, I just find them so boring. Like, at least when I, um, like, when I study science, honestly, that's my favorite subject to study. And even if I, like, I can get, like, a 20% on, like, a, like, a science test, <laughs> which, like, I don't think I've gotten, like, a 20%, but, like, I could get, like, a super low score on, um, a science test or quiz, but, like, I don't care, because I know, like, okay, well, maybe you just didn't, like, read the question, maybe it's, like, blah, 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 but, like, I, even if I feel like I learned something, it's, like, all right, you know, um, and, like, I just really, I really enjoy science, like, the thing is, is even if I'm, like, not good with multiple choice questions, if I can definitely study for something, and then it's, like, all right, if I, like, if you're like, all right, okay, write a paper on everything you know about science from this unit, like, I would honestly probably get, like, a B or something, so I'm, like, usually fine with learning science, and it's, like, something that's, like, really fun for me, um, I'm really, I'm a really bad test taker, honestly, like, yeah, I'm just, like, yeah, bad at test taking, um, yeah, I kind of, I, you know, I remember I had this idea, like, a while ago that I wish, for every test or something we just had to write down like everything we knew and then teachers would grade based off of you listing everything you know like maybe they do like a time paper and it's like okay well let's say you're doing like um I don't know like you're uh, you're learning the nervous system in a class and they're just like all right for the test just write like two like no not two pages but just like however much you know on paper and then the teacher would read that give it a grade because I'm like really bad with test taking and a lot of the time I feel like it's not even it just makes me overthink like tests make me overthink like multiple choice tests I like I'll I think I'll know the answer but then like I'll just be like oh wait no I think it's this one I think it's this one but if I had to write it down I wouldn't like second guess myself but I mean I guess if you really knew it you wouldn't have to second guess yourself but like I don't know and also like I I prefer the format of um 
just like writing down everything you know and a teacher grading that but like it's very inconvenient for the teachers and I like you know teachers have to do a lot of work already I wouldn't really want to add that on to them but like let's say everybody just had lots of energy constantly and their brain just like was never tired and neither was their body or any of that um that is the way I'd want school to run I would want to just write everything I know down for the unit and that would be like the established school system of how they grade our work um obviously that's kind of maybe too idealistic because like I said it's just like tiring for teachers to like read and stuff but I remember like my chem teacher last year um we would have to write like everything we knew about the unit or like it would it would just be it wasn't a test but it was we got to use like you know books and stuff and it was just like an assignment but like obviously if it was like an assessment I wouldn't say like oh like open book but I would just say okay we'll write everything you know down from your brain um but yeah so AP tests are coming up though and I I just I know I'm gonna fail my bio test like and like I keep I kind of keep like on the surface saying like oh I think I'll just get like a three or four but like I think deep down I know I'm gonna get like I could you not like a one or two on the exam um I'm like I'm trying to study just mm, that's gonna be interesting I'm also taking Lang like AP Lang it's just like an English class that one's like can't really study I feel like you kind of have it or you don't you just like practice like it's not English isn't really like you have it or you don't I guess but like I guess it's just it's some people there are things where I feel like would make them a better writer like if you have a lot of ideas versus someone that like doesn't have a lot of ideas of course the person that has a lot of ideas is are going to be better like while when writing an argumentative essay and then like maybe if you notice the details it would be better like the multiple choice section of um ap language and composition and yeah i mean i think those like ap language is very skill-based class it's not memorization as much like bio bio is not super memorization memor like bio i think it is honestly like it's it it's like kind of a skill-based class like I feel like you have to learn how to analyze things but it's like it's like 30% skill-based like 70% knowing the information so yeah um I'm really nervous for bio because I'm like really bad at math and like I know bio gives you all the formulas on the test on the AP test but I'm like oh shit I'm not gonna know how to use that I'm gonna forget like, there's just no way I'm going to remember that. And then, like, finals are probably, like, a week or two later at my school. And I'm like, this is not not ideal. And there's going to be a lot of presentations towards the end. And I'm going to, I'm like, presentations, if I do enough of them in a row, they don't make me super nervous. But, like, I haven't done a presentation in, like, maybe, like, three weeks or so. So they're just, like, really, they're making me nervous, you know? I know for a fact that I have three presentations within the next, like, a month or so, but that's the ones I know of. I'm probably going to end up, I don't even know how many I'll end up having, maybe, like, five or six by the end. Like, I remember a couple weeks ago, or no, maybe, like, a couple months ago, like, two or three months ago, I remember there's a time in school where I had, like, between, like, four and six presentations in the period of, like, a week. And that was, like, very stressful. I was like, bro, because I'm so bad with presenting. I hate presenting. And it's just, like, I like I can't focus on doing schoolwork when I have um, a presentation to do. Like, even if a presentation is really far out, 
like I'll think about it every single day like that's why I hate when teachers tell me okay you have a presentation like two or three months from this date because I'll fixate on it like almost every single day until the day I have to present which is so odd honestly because like the human mind is just like crazy man like it for real can stress me out and yeah it's kind of why I like to learn more about the brain which is why I'm taking psychology next year <laughs> I'm kidding um just like promo the classes I'm taking next year y'all um but yeah I I don't hmm, I don't think I ever like I feel like I haven't recorded a podcast episode in a while because I I think I recorded my last podcast episode um I don't remember but let me let me check okay I don't know what day I actually did my last episode but I think it was like maybe like 12 or 13 days ago or like maybe like 11 or something days ago I don't know um wait actually no it couldn't have been because I talked about crocheting in my last podcast episode and then okay so let me think I think all my crochet supplies like last Wednesday or Thursday so okay so like maybe like a week or so um yeah what have I been doing in between the time I've I've been reading okay well actually let me finish my thoughts about like AP tests before I move on um also like okay so another thing I have to, another thing I have to say about AP tests is like how do people that they like have a bunch of extracurriculars and they go home and then they like study a bunch like how do they do that like bro they're beasts I swear to god like I when I get home I'm fucking tired like I the most I can work after school is between like three and five hours like I can't like you're not gonna see me get home and you're like the first thing I'm gonna do is okay I'm gonna I'm gonna study I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that like I honestly if I were to say like the average time I do homework and study per night is like maybe like two and a half hours like that's it that's all you're catching me do like two and a half to maybe like three and a half hour I don't even know actually that's a lie it depends sometimes it's honestly one hour and sometimes it's like five hours and I'm not even kidding but like I don't I, I, it's not like I am very aware, like, I'm just about to fall asleep trying to get my work done, and some people, I know they, like, get home, and they, like, study, and they, like, AP prep, like, after their extracurriculars, like, imagine you're in a sport, you're doing, like, a bunch of other extracurriculars at your school, so, like, you get home at, like, 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. or 8 p.m., you get home, you do work till, like, 1 a.m. in the morning, like, with like maybe you do your homework and you like AP prep for like your tests and stuff I I don't get how people do it especially when they have like a lot of APs like how the hell do people have five APs and they like still get like four or fives on all of them there there's probably a lot of studying done like the year before that's what I think because there's there's no way that they're able to just like do all of that like like it doesn't I don't care how smart you are that's just not I I feel like that's just not possible like how do people do that um yeah it's just like I don't know I guess just like high stress towards the end of the year like um I I I'm just like not used to this kind of stress because of distance learning like my sophomore year or like online learning or whatever you want to call it um because you know sophomore year it was like a completely different story like I was like mild like very very mildly stressed but I was like I don't care about anything like like I not I was about to say obviously but I was like no I I just didn't really care about anything like we were very much like in the peak of the pandemic and I was just like why do I care like we're literally in a pandemic the world's ending 
<laughs> like fucking so melodramatic y'all like um like literally melodramatic by lord was how i was over um online learning last year and then i had to go back to school and i like didn't realize like how hard all the classes i would be took and then like just getting used to being back in the groove like i guess i just am really bad at adjusting like i i honestly like i never thought adjusting was something i was bad at um because i really like new things and i really like like i guess i just i never was like oh i like stability like i very much like to like adventure and try new things and so when i went back into my junior year there was just like like no thought in my mind that i would have a hard time going back to school and like putting in a lot of effort and stuff um but I was like fucking murdered y'all I swear to god when I got back to school my like the junior year this year the first semester was so hard like I was skipping so many classes y'all um I just like couldn't adjust to it like I I couldn't adjust to seeing so many people every single day I couldn't adjust like the workload there's just it's just very hard um, and then some people, I feel like they just got back into school and they, like, snapped right back into it. But, like, the first semester, y'all, um, I, like, yeah, I had so many absences that, like, the school literally, like, called one of my parents. So, yeah. Because I would just, like, skip, like, certain periods. Um, because I, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons, you know? Like, I wouldn't skip full days, but usually, like... I would go to school, it would be too much for me, and I would have to go back home, and I would, like, people would always ask me, like, why are you skipping so many days and stuff, and I would just be like, bro, like, I went, like, I tried, and then I for real could not do it, like, I just left, it was, like, hard, it was hard, y'all, I'm, like, smiling as I'm talking about it, um, I don't know, it was, like, okay, well, just, like, getting the reactions of the way people acted, and, like, yeah, I just, like, wasn't used to it. I don't know how people, some people just adjusted to it that quickly. Um, I remember, like, a lot of the times I would literally be on, like, the verge of a breakdown, y'all. Like, I would for real go into school, like, take a test, and then I would just be like, I have, like, I don't care. Like, I'm leaving. Like, especially, um, on days where we had, like, two-hour periods, because, like, only some days of the week my school has that, where we have two-hour periods, like, when I knew like there were specific things we had to do in class and I just knew that there's just way too much anxiety that day I was like I experienced enough today I can't do it um and in distance learning I didn't have to like I had I was nervous like I've been an anxious person since I was little but I was not like super um I wasn't it's not like I was like super nervous at all like what is really there to be super nervous about during distance learning like there were a couple things that made me super like not super nervous so like a little nervous but like I didn't have the kind of anxiety I had when I went back into my junior year like when I I remember presenting for the first time in person since like a year and a half and I always just like remember how I like was so nervous for like a week like I get nervous now to present a couple months in advance but it's like a little bit of anxiety like a four out of five I meant sorry a four like a four or five out of ten when I had to present the first time I had to present again um since like two years ago I 
literally was so nervous for like a week in advance. Like I was not getting sleep. I went up there shaking. My voice was like, Ugh. for real, y'all. It was probably, it was so bad, but um, I did it. So I'm proud, you know, and I still do it. Um, And I've gotten better at it, hopefully. Um, And if not, it's okay. Like, I guess just like getting up there and like having the courage to like present is like good enough like that's I don't I don't go up there with the expectation that I'm gonna be good at it I know I'm not I'm too nervous to go up there and and present well without like a shaky voice without myself shaking without like a bunch of like heavy breaths but that's okay you know because if I present once and, like, I don't pass out, I'm not even kidding, then I can do it again and not pass out. Like, I'm not having expectations for myself where I'm like, oh, I can't embarrass myself. It's just like, oh, um, go up there. It might be complete shit. It might be a complete disaster. Go up there, though, and try, and that's basically it. Um, it's not as bad when I know there's, like, not as many points involved, but when there's a lot of points involved, it's just like, oh, no, this is very nerve-wracking but um it's like the same how I feel with school um you know even if you let's say you're getting really nervous go to school like every single day and at least try like at least try to get through like half the day before you go home you know like you can't just like stay home you have to at least try to do that first step even if it's literally just like going into like your first period class um, and there's six periods. Maybe you literally only go to your first period class and you leave after that. That's, uh, that's fine. Like, that's fine. You have to, like, try, you know what I mean? Because it's just, like, you know, like, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's your only way to move forward. And, like, it really is baby steps. Like, people don't talk about baby steps enough. Like, um, People, I always hear stupid shit like, okay, get up, make your bed. But it's not even, it's not even that. Like, at times when your mental health is so bad, it's like, you don't even get up to go to the bathroom. Like, you can't even get up to, like, brush your teeth. You can't even get up to shower. Like, physically, you just cannot do anything. Like, you can't sleep. But you can't, like, think properly when you're awake. Like, there's just, like, a lot of physical effects. And it's, like, that first step is going to vary for everybody. Like, saying something like, okay, make your bed in the morning. I get it. Like, that, I definitely get where people, when people say that phrase, I get what they mean. And I get the intent. But sometimes it can come across as annoying because it's, like, shut, literally shut up. Like, if I don't want to be alive, why do I fucking make my bed? Um, wow, this is, this naturally turned into, like, a kind of a sad episode, y'all. Um, yeah, that's honestly all I have to say about, like, adjusting back to school, I guess, but I don't know, y'all. Adjusting is hard. Like, people, I feel like, I feel so bad for people that have to, like, move schools, like, every single year or something like that, because that, that must be so hard. Like, every single year you constantly have to adjust, like, you can't even let yourself want to have stability like you don't even like like I like I talked about in my last podcast episode having like a room to go to the one stable thing in my life imagine like not even having that 
Like, the only thing that's consistent in your life is, like, having yourself. Um, oh, that's another thing. Like, when I, when I present and I'm really nervous, like, I'll, I'll almost, like, hold my hands together. So it's like, okay, you know, you, like, I have myself up there. Like, I am my best friend up there. Like, I, maybe I don't have somebody else up there to, like, you know, whatever, but I, like, I, like, I'm, you know, I almost, like, I'm like, all right, Nicole, like, I, I literally act like this, I'm like, you, you got this, like, this is, like, I literally will tell myself, like, I love myself, like, even if I screw up, it's okay, like, I love you, like, I literally will, like, talk to myself in, like, third person, um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind of, that's kind of odd, but, like, I don't care, like, it, you know, you do what you have to do, you do what you have to do to trick your brain, to help your brain not panic and fucking, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, um what was I gonna say I was gonna say something like three seconds oh yeah imagine like moving schools and stuff and then it's like you yeah you have nothing stable in your life like I just couldn't do that like I feel so bad for people like that and especially the people that like you know are in like the foster care system um that's fucking difficult dude that there's just no way there's like I didn't realize how old or how sad that truly would be like you don't have a family almost like your family is yourself and maybe if you have a sibling and you're fortunate enough for them to be in the same like foster care place as you I don't really know how that works then that is your only family you know people are so strong that have to like endure either of those like either of those situations but like I don't know I just I don't know how it would feel like getting up every single day and knowing that I don't really have a family to go back to and like I know people will say like okay well like maybe you develop like um friends at like the foster care place or like the employees become your family and like things like that but that's that's just that's if you're fortunate like a lot of people probably I'm assuming won't have that a lot of people probably don't have anybody in their foster care system but themselves. They don't have friends. They don't have other people that they could consider family. And it's like, how lonely is that? Ooh, you know what that reminds me of? Like, um, Stephen King or Stephen King. Um, the one, you know, physics in the universe. Oh, wait. No, that's that's a class subject. Wait, okay. Let me, let me look up who I'm trying to, who I'm, oh, wait, no. Stephen Hawking. That's what I was trying to say. Why did I say Stephen King? Isn't that the maker of it? Um, but Stephen Hawking, he made an episode on this thing called Curiosity Stream. If you guys don't know Curiosity Stream... Okay, oh, by the way, it's not a promo. I have, like, five Instagram followers. This is not a fucking promo. Who would I be promoing this? I have, like, three listeners. But, um, Curiosity Stream... Okay, they're getting a free po- promo. Um, Curiosity Stream is basically, like... It's, like, an educational version of, like, Netflix and stuff. Like, there's, like, educational stuff. Um, and, yeah, it's, like, pretty swell. Um, and so I was scrolling, like, through Curiosity Stream, and I found something with Stephen Hawking, um, he made this, like, series, um, let me actually look up what it's called. Okay, it's called Stephen Hawking's Favorite Places, and, um, why did I not look up the episodes? That would have been a smarter idea. Wait, actually, is it called Stephen? Okay, actually, that's a lie. This is def. This is not it. Um. What? Oh my god. 
Okay, I found it. It's called Genius by Stephen... Is it Stephen or Stephen Hawking? I feel like it's Stephen Hawking. Um, And then, so, basically, the first episode, Can We Time Travel? Or, actually, I, I found this whole thing. And Stephen Hawking or Stephen Hawking or whatever, like, I've watched some stuff about him. And he just, like, interests me so much. Like, oh, my God, like... I genuinely want to be his best friend. Like, I feel like I would have a never-ending entertainment if I was with somebody that knows that much. Like, I really like talking to people that I feel like they just know a lot of information about, like, the topics I like. Because, like, I'm not even gonna lie, I'm kind of lazy. And I, I prefer to get my information by, like, talking to people. And it's, like, really interesting when... Because I'm really bad with, like, my attention span. So when somebody else has, like, a really good attention span and they... Um, they, like, maybe they, yeah, they know a lot about, like, like, physics, or maybe they know a lot about, like, astronomy or something. It interests me so much. Like, I just love learning about that stuff from people. It's, like, the most interesting thing I could hear from somebody else. But, um, yeah, the episodes, like, really intrigued me. Like, can we time travel? Are we alone? Why are we here? Um, like, like, when I saw the are we alone one, I was like, yeah, bro, I'm so curious about that. That's so weird. Oh, my God. I, I only watched the Kimmy Time Travel, but I should watch the um, Are We Alone one. So, oh, look there. Look at that. You can find it on YouTube TV, Sling TV, Amazon Prime Video. Um, but I found it on Curiosity Stream. I want to actually see how much Curiosity Stream costs. I don't even know how much it costs. I just know my dad got it, so. Um, bruh, it's literally $1.67 a month. You're lying. Is that true? I don't believe it. It's $20 a year. Less than $20 a year. Literally get on Curiosity Stream. It's, oh my god. It's literally $20 a year. Why does nobody get it? Like, and the thing is, is like, I don't know. There's just like a lot of educational shit on it. Like, it, yeah, it's, it, bro, it really, like, if you're, like, kind of lazy like I am, like, Curiosity Stream is pretty nice because, like, you know, there's there's some interesting shit on there. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Wow! I didn't even know it was so cheap. Why does that make me happy? Um, alright, guys, next thing. Um, I'm gonna talk about... What should I talk about? I'm, I'm thinking about talking about the books I read over break because I, I just finished, like, the rest of them. Like, I finished, like, eight of them. But, like, I don't really want to because, like, I kind of talk about books, like, a lot. And, like, that would be kind of fucking annoying if you don't like books. It's just like, shut up, Nicole. Like, I don't like books. I mean, like, yes, this is my podcast, but, like, I don't know. I don't want people to have to, like, skip, like, 10 minutes of my podcast just because I keep talking about books. And I don't really read popular books either, like I said. So, like, the books I name, most people probably won't even know. And I'm bad at explaining. So, therefore, they probably wouldn't be interested. So, I'm not going to talk about books. Um, At least for this week's episode. You know what I can talk about? Tattoos. Um, I really want tattoos. I... Okay, so basically, somebody in my English class yesterday drew, like, a cloud smiling with, like, rain drops falling out of the cloud. And so, I went into school today with a great idea. Let me ask people in, like, all of my classes to give me tattoos. So, um, I did ask, and I now have one, two, three, four, 
5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I have 16 tattoos. Um, and just, just the people writing on my hand. They're honestly all pretty ugly. But there's this one of a dinosaur drinking wine that's really cute. Um, and then I really like the cloud one. And then somebody wrote their name in Japanese. And I really, really like that. It's very cute. Um, but it made me realize, like, I really do want a lot of tattoos when I'm older. I've always wanted, like, a couple tattoos when I'm older. Like, um, I've always wanted one around my anklet. Like, that's one that I've been, like, 100% sure I will be getting. But I want more tattoos. Like, I think I really want some on the back of my neck because, like, then you can only see it, obviously, when my hair would be up. Um, I don't know where else I would get them on. Maybe, like, maybe, like, a certain side of my back or, like, I would get, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. I'll think of some creative things. Maybe, like, behind my ear. Like, I just want, like, a lot of tattoos. Um, I've kind of always been into, like, a lot of, having, like, a lot of things on your body, if that makes sense. Like, a lot of tattoos, a lot of piercings. Like, I've always wanted to have, like, multiple nose piercings and, like, a lot of ears piercings. Like, if I honestly had the choice, I would probably have, like, um, maybe, like, I don't know how to say, like, a bowl kind of nose piercing where it's, like, on your nose and then also, like, one on the side, like, a stud. And then I would want, like, um, I'd probably want, like, my triples done on both of my ears. And then I would probably want, like, cartilage piercings. And then just, like, a lot of, I don't know, I would want, like, honestly, probably, like, any ear piercing I could have. And then I don't really like having ear piercings anywhere besides, like, nose and ears. Like, I don't know why. Um, and then, like, I would want to have, I would not want to have, like, a sleeve or anything like that. But I would just want to have, like, very distinct, like, very cute, creative tattoos. Like, a lot of them. Um, I don't do a lot of those things because I know that they're permanent. And also, I'm, like, 16. And I am turning 17 this year. So, one more year till I can get a tattoo. But, um, you know, like, I, I don't do all of those things because I know that I'll regret some of them. Like, I don't want to have, like fucking 10 piercings on my ears when I'm like older honestly but like that's why I would only get like two or three piercings on each of my ears but like um I actually have zero ear piercings like I've tried to pierce or get my ears pierced twice um both times they just get infected and they just close so that's kind of annoying so I kind of just use clip-on earrings but um yeah and nose piercing I don't really want to get that permanently done either so I should probably just buy some like fake nose piercings and then fake ear piercings and then dude honestly I want to get ink box tattoos too which are like fake tattoos that like last a couple of weeks and I'm like bruh I could literally just be like 100% fake like that would be so great but um yeah I actually do really want like ink box tattoos because they just seem really fun but they're kind of expensive and I don't really want to spend like that money on them honestly any fucking fake tattoo over like two dollars would be expensive but of course ink box tattoos are going to be expensive because they last like a couple weeks and stuff um yeah i've i always uh, yeah i i just never knew how many tattoos i wanted like i just know they're expensive like i know a lot of people tell me or like tell me that they really want a tattoo on like their finger or like on their wrist but like i really don't want something super visible like personally I just, yeah, like, 
Oh, and I also, I definitely want to at least get one lip tattoo in my lifetime. Um, they only last like a year, I think, or something like that. Um, because your saliva. Why did I pull my lip as I started talking about lip tattoos? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I do want a lip tattoo. Um, where, okay, honestly, like, I'm realistically thinking about it. Where would I get tattoos? Like, besides my ankle? I don't know. And my back, like, yeah, um, I don't know what I really want to get. Like, I know for my ankle one, I want to get one that goes, like, around my ankle, um, of something, like, I really love. Um, I know that somebody, I know somebody who has dolphins on their ankle, and it's super cute. I really like it. And they're, like, kind of, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm saying anyways, they're, like, kind of old. It's not like y'all will ever know who that is, but, um, yeah, they're kind of old, and it still looks really good. That's the thing. Like, I don't want a tattoo that I, I'll, like, love when I'm, like, 20 or 25, but then, like, by the time I'm 50, I hate it. it and I don't want to get it removed either, so, um, I really want, like, timeless tattoos, um, so I'm excited to get those. So, yeah, I don't really have any idea what I would get. Maybe, like, I don't know. I don't even know. Maybe, like, flowers around my ankle, but, like, very timeless-looking ones, you know? Um, yeah. So, I probably should not... I feel like what I'm gonna end up doing, but I shouldn't do, is I'm gonna look up, like, aesthetic tattoo inspo, and it's, like, if you're looking up aesthetic tattoo inspiration, it's gonna be, like, no, it's not gonna be good in, like, probably for, like, past a year. Um, yeah, before I get any tattoos, I'll probably think it through for, like, minimum like, three months, and that's, like, minimum, there's no fucking way that y'all will catch me getting any tattoo, any fucking tattoo that I'm not, like, really thinking somewhat through, like, I, I can't do that for things that are permanent, that shit will stress me out, like, sometimes I just play too much of, like, like, I put too much pressure on things, like, sometimes when I buy things, y'all, I for real gotta analyze it for excessive amounts of time, Sometimes I just, I will, like, look back at a thing for, like, months and months and be like, do I want it, do I want it, before I buy it. So, I feel like that's what how I'm going to be with tattoos. Um, but, yeah, that's all I really had to say. Um, I think that's kind of, like, the end of this podcast episode. I don't really have anything else to say. I'm kind of tired. I just ate a Hot Pocket, so, like, maybe that made me tired. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode, and I hope you guys are enjoying this new podcast style that's kind of just, like, all over the place, because it just feels more right to me um that's terrible grammar but whatever it does it feels right like I don't like to have a full episode that's like funny or a whole episode that's like serious I kind of like having like in between just like whatever I feel like in the moment and so yeah these episodes I just yeah I feel like they are more of a true representation of like my personality and stuff so yeah I hope you guys enjoy this person I meant this personality bro um I hope you guys enjoy this podcast episode And if you like this podcast episode, you should definitely check out some of my other ones. And I hope you guys have a good day, good morning, or good night.